Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the time Obi-Wan Kenobi was a Padawan in the Jedi Order, Yoda and the other masters proudly claimed that the Sith had been gone for just about 1,000 years. But many months before Darth Maul actually revealed himself to the Jedi in 32 BBY, Master Qui-Gon Jinn actually sensed the existence of the Sith through the Force while walking around the temple grounds on Coruscant, although he didn't know it was a Sith. At the time, Palpatine had just given his apprentice Maul a gift, the Sith Infiltrator. Originally designed by Darth Plagueis' master, the vessel had passed through the hands of Sith for generations, until finally arriving in Maul's care. After receiving his latest mission, the Dathomirian punched into the coordinates of a distant Black Sun Syndicate base and passed over the Jedi Temple. Unlike his own master, Maul wasn't as skilled when it came to concealing the wake he left behind in the Force, and at times he even flaunted it. Quite often, Maul would actually lurk in the underbellies of Coruscant, following around the knights that were ordered to patrol the most dangerous alleys and neighborhoods. In order to keep his hunger at bay, Maul would stalk these young Jedi and stay just out of reach. Through the Force, he would allow them to sense his dark aura, but nothing more. Sidious had already warned him about these little games of cat and mouse, and Maul knew his master wouldn't hesitate to kill him if he jeopardized the plot, but he couldn't resist. As part of his plan to overthrow the Republic, Palpatine needed Maul to remain hidden, or else the Jedi would figure out that the Sith had returned and Sidious would need to go into open battle against the Order. But Maul couldn't really help himself. He was desperate to ignite his double-bladed lightsaber and cut down the enemy. So, on this day, when piloting the scimitar across the Jedi Temple, Maul might have been doing the same thing toying with his prey. But by mistake, he caught the attention of one of the most intuitive Jedi in the Order, Qui-Gon Jinn. Now, we know Jinn wasn't just like any other Jedi. He was quite different. Even his apprentice, Obi-Wan Kenobi, couldn't quite figure him out. Qui-Gon believed in serving the Living Force, and that put him at odds with the others at the temple. He was a master, but he was not on the Council. Quite opposite of Anakin. While Yoda and the rest of the council members followed the Jedi Code and the crippling laws that made the Order subservient to the Republic Senate, to politics, Qui-Gon believed that the Jedi should follow the Force itself. That meant the wise old master always tried to keep his mind attuned to the shifting shades of light and darkness that were always on the horizon. And when Qui-Gon felt Darth Maul's Sith infiltrator pass overhead, he was overwhelmed by the sudden absence of warmth. He was walking with his apprentice, Kenobi, at the time, and when the Padawan asked Jin what was wrong, Qui-Gon said this, It seemed to be a momentary disturbance in the Force, like a shadow passing over the sun. I've never felt anything like it. As the perpendicular lines of sky speeder traffic filled the dusk skies of Coruscant, 
Kenobi couldn't help but feel like this was another one of his master's strange puzzles about the living force. What does it mean, master? He asked. With a reassuring hand, Qui-Gon placed a palm on his Padawan's shoulder and pushed him towards the temple, while saying, The living force constantly whispers to us, my young Padawan. Sometimes we do not immediately understand what it tells us, but I am certain the meaning will eventually reveal itself. Qui-Gon couldn't have known how true those words would turn out to be. In only a few more months, the Republic would face a crisis that it hadn't seen in generations. The Trade Federation, after centuries of expanding its networks through soft power, decided to use its massive droid army to build a blockade around Naboo. And thanks to the Nemoidians' newest ally, Darth Sidious, who was controlling both sides of the war, they would have one of the greatest lightsaber duelists in the galaxy, Darth Maul, as their enforcer. And he would end Qui-Gon's life. I always thought it would be really interesting in a perhaps spin-off show if Star Wars were to create a what-if type of scenario. If we got to see what would have happened if Qui-Gon survived. As Dave Filoni said, he really was the father figure that Anakin needed, and I believe he would have prevented so many tragedies in Anakin's life. His mother dying to the Tusken Raiders, his worries about Padme dying in childbirth, and most of all, his turn to the dark side in order to save Padme from these thoughts and visions. Now, Anakin's greatest power was his ability to see into the future, and this of course stopped when he lost to Obi-Wan on Mustafar, which rendered him very limited in comparison to what he once was in the Force. Not only did his body change and become this machined man, but his ability to see into the future, his premonitions which were his strongest power yet, ceased to exist. He couldn't sense Luke, he couldn't see Luke in the future, he couldn't see his own demise or the Emperor's. Those powers faded with Anakin Skywalker on that hill. And so another fanfiction that I think would be interesting would be to do, what if Vader didn't lose his powers of premonition, of seeing into the future? Let me know if you guys want me to cover that one. I think it would be cool to see what would happen if Vader was able to see into the future just like Anakin did. Would he still have these nightmares? Or do you guys perhaps buy into the thought that Palpatine was the one that planted these nightmares into Anakin's mind so that he could manipulate him and warp him? Personally, I think it was the will of the Force, I'm going to take a bit of a Qui-Gon route on this one, that Anakin was always supposed to turn to the dark side and bring balance to the Force in the sense that he had to wipe out the Jedi, and then he wiped out Palpatine. Now, if Anakin had survived, I do think that he would have been able to kill Palpatine within probably six months of being in the dark side. Let's say he beat Obi-Wan, he still had his body, he didn't burn, nothing bad had really happened to him. He just further transcended into the dark side and really evolved his powers. After about six months to a year, I think he could have defeated Palpatine. As George Lucas always said, Anakin was going to become twice as powerful as the Emperor's maximum power. Which is pretty damn powerful, that's insane. If you guys have seen Luke Skywalker in Legends, then you know how overly powered he was. Now, Anakin would have been even more powerful than him. Now, if Vader had trained Luke in the dark side, then a similar scenario would be how Vader trained Starkiller. And this was also mentioned by George, that Luke would have had the same power Starkiller had, had he trained with Vader since he was a baby. Just imagine seeing Luke stop a Star Destroyer in the sky. That's something I wish we had seen in the sequels. Or at least some massive feat of strength other than teleporting to another planet, or at least teleporting his hologram. I like the fact that Qui-Gon was able to sense Maul even from so far away, but also begs the question if he was able to sense him just flying over, 
then could he not have sensed him on Tatooine? Or perhaps were there so many different energies on that planet that they were just kind of mudding his overall ability to pinpoint a Sith? But I feel like he would be able to sense him. Either way, this is a major issue that Maul always had. He was always trying to fight the Jedi even before Palpatine was ready. And there were many times where Palpatine said that he would end him if he ruined his plans by being impatient. And of course, this is all played and extrapolated on from the beginning of The Phantom Menace where Maul tells Palpatine, at last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Let me know who you think your favorite Jedi might be. Is it Qui-Gon? Is it Anakin? Is it Dooku? Back when he was part of the Jedi Order. He's a super underrated character. Thanks for watching today's video. I will see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.